0: Hi, I'm your host, Amy Freena. For over 30 years, CareCredit has been enabling people just like you to get the care, procedure, or surgery they want or need when they want it. Behind the thousands of amazing testimonials we receive from our cardholders are the dedicated providers and healthcare workers who make these stories possible. In this series, we are giving you exclusive access to these well-respected and renowned care experts who are all part of our CareCredit network and asking them to share the information and answers you need to make informed decisions about your health, wellness, and personal care. We are talking about one of the most frequently performed cosmetic procedures, liposuction. And we have Dr. Brian Reagan with us to tell you about it. Dr. Reagan is a renowned board certified plastic surgeon with Cosmeticare Plastic Surgery and Med Spa in Corona Del Mar, California. Dr. Reagan has more than two decades' experience in private practice. He trained at Cornell Medical College, the New York Hospital, and at the University of Texas at Southwestern in Dallas, the number one rated program in plastic surgery. And I'm not sure if he'll share the details, but he was a member of the cast of The Real Housewives of Orange County, season 14. In this episode, let's listen as Dr. Reagan talks candidly about liposuction and shares what you need to know to decide if this procedure is right for you. Hey there, I'm Amy and today we have with us Dr. Reagan of Cosmetic Care Plastic Surgery and Med Spa of Corona Del Mar. How are you today?
1: I'm great, Amy, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. We've got some exciting things to talk to you about today, but first, I wanna know, how did you journey into plastic surgery? Well, the first step
1: was deciding to be a doctor. Okay. And uh, I knew that I uniquely wanted a doctor-patient relationship. Mm -hmm. In high school, I was the guy that uh, That a lot of the girls wanted to talk to Uh so i thought i was going to be a psychiatrist (laughs) and as i went to medical school i was very interested in psychiatry and in aesthetics i've always had an eye for the aesthetics Hmm. and just through my training i realized that in plastic surgery not only do i get to uh, perform the creative side of surgery Mm -hmm. and and i like very much the immediate gratification of surgery and the technical challenge but I get to practice a little bit of that psychiatry Absolutely. too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm sure all your patients come in with a lot to say.
1: They do. <laughs> they do. And and you know the plastic surgery experience can be a very stressful experience mm-hmm. for the patient. So right. Uh, that side of the experience is something I'm very interested in, and I take a lot of pride in taking time and getting to know my patients.
0: So, Dr. Reagan, when you're not working, what are you doing? What are your hobbies?
1: Well, Amy, I have a ten year old son. His mm-hmm. name's Riley, and okay. so I'm doing whatever he's doing. He's in competitive <laughs> competitive baseball. Uh-huh. And uh, in the winter, we like to hit the mountains and, okay. and snowboard and ski.
0: Which spot is your favorite?
1: We go to Tahoe a lot. Nice. I'm from Northern California originally, so I'm very familiar with Tahoe and it's nice to share
0: that with him. Absolutely. I bet he loves it. So speaking of your cases, is there one that is say more interesting where that stands out above the rest?
1: Well, patients like to think that we have a particular expertise. Mm -hmm. So they're always asking what's, what's your specialty? What kind of doctor are you? And, and I've, I've, challenge myself to to answer that in a way that I'm comfortable with because I like doing everything Mm -hmm. so I've decided I'm the doctor of the wow
0: the doctor of the wow wow. I love it the
1: doctor of the wow is is I want to take the patient on a journey where I really understand where they want to go and I want to develop that trust so that they'll let me get them there and so when we're done I want them to look at themselves and go wow so whether that's facial rejuvenation, or a mommy makeover, mm-hmm. or even a rhinoplasty, I like the wow.
0: Okay, so if I ask you what's the most rewarding part of your job, that would be part of it.
1: Uh, it absolutely, it's, it's, it's seeing the satisfaction in, that, in those patients' eyes after they, they see what we've accomplished.
0: Okay, yeah. what's the most interesting place you've been?
1: The most interesting place that I've traveled to, mm-hmm. I, I would have to say was Istanbul.
0: Okay, why is that? Yeah,
1: it just was a, a magical, mystical city. It, I, I love history, uh-huh. and so there's tremendous history in Istanbul. It has been the center of three empires in the world. Mm-hmm. There's an incredible uh, uh, melting pot of cultures and religions and food, uh-huh. and, and so that was, that was quite special.
0: Food is always good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've met a ton of celebrities doing what you do, but is there any you can kind of share about? Any experiences?
1: Uh, well, so uh, I had the unique and fortunate experience to be on The Real Housewives of Orange County, okay. season 14. All
0: right. <laughs> and
1: uh, that, was, that was great because I didn't know what to expect. Uh-huh. And with those reality TV shows, you never know whether they're real uh, or they're staged for, for the audience. And I have to tell you, it's real. It really <laughs> is. Wh- whatever you're seeing on camera, they really are that way.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: For better or for worse.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, from there, we're going to transform into liposuction. So being that you are one of the experts in the industry, I want to ask you, what areas of the body can this procedure treat?
1: So liposuction is the process of removing fat with the use of a cannula, a, a small device and usually some form of suction. Mm-hmm. And that's liposuction in its essence. Now, it has evolved and there are a lot of types of liposuction, but liposuction is designed to remove fat in unwanted areas. So okay. examples would be the abdomen, mm-hmm. the, the 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 love handles or the flanks, mm-hmm. uh, the legs. We can even do liposuction of the arms okay, and the neck. So really all over Interesting. the
0: body. What makes uh, someone a good candidate?
1: So... You need to have the fat.
0: Okay. Sometimes I get women that come in and
1: like, I need liposuction and there's no And you're fat. like, no, so you, you don't. Okay. You have
0: to have fat
1: and you have to have good quality skin because what happens is you remove the fat, the skin needs to contract. So when there's mm-hmm. areas where the skin has been stretched, like after giving birth, mm-hmm. then these patients are not necessarily good candidates Interesting. for liposuction traditionally. But there's been some advances in body contouring um, that that we certainly possess at cosmetic care that allows us to tighten that skin. So this has expanded the, uh, the pool of patients that are good candidates.
0: Speaking of good candidates, how about someone who is just looking to lose weight?
1: So liposuction is not a weight loss uh, okay. approach.
0: What about for breast reduction or gynecomastia?
1: So liposuction can be used for breast reduction if there's a large fat component to the size of the breast. Okay. Breast tissue alone does not respond well to liposuction. Gynecomastia can be both excess fat mm-hmm. as well as some fibrous tissue. So the liposuction can be used for the fat and you have to excise um, the hard fibrous tissue.
0: Okay, I'm sure someone out there is kind of wondering, what is the average cost of liposuction?
1: So it really depends. Um, on, on how many areas you do, but if you'd say, what is the average cost per area? It, it's probably a few thousand dollars, maybe okay. $2,000, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less. Okay. At cosmetic care, we now have the ability to do liposuction without you going to sleep. Interesting. It can be done in a minor procedure room, Okay. and this can control the cost. So for small areas, mm-hmm. then you don't, it doesn't have to be this big operative experience. It can be an office-based experience.
0: So for those patients who are a little concerned about the financial burden, say, are there payment options available? There
1: absolutely are. So we use CareCredit. Okay. And we let all our patients know about that. In the best of all worlds, price would not be an issue. Right. And we'd just be able to do what we want to do but price is a real issue Mm -hmm. and often we are maybe not doing everything at once Mm -hmm. often patients come in and they don't know about care credit and they think they have to have everything up front and they don't and so care credit is a tool that allows us to uh, increase the number of patients that um, qualify for surgery and we are in the business of helping patients and helping them achieve their dreams. And so care credits a, a very, very important tool for that.
0: What advice do you have for the person out there that is seeing all these ads? You know, liposuction, only two hundred dollars and this and that, I mean in every magazine, all the Google ads on your yeah. on your computer. Right. How does someone differentiate between the two?
1: Man, it, it's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And I'm old enough that when I first started there wasn't Google, mm-hmm. and and you didn't advertise. It was all word of mouth. Right. And so now, I, I think the more information the patient has, the better. Okay. And I think it is our responsibility as leaders in the field to do our best to educate the patient. Mm. And so I do sit on some committees where we try to do that. There is a tremendous amount of information out there, and the mm. best thing that we can do is do excellent quality work safely and then show patients These are the doctors that are part of this society, Mm -hmm. the American Society of Plastic Surgery. And we think we are your best choice for these reasons. We can't say that some of these other clinics um, do bad work. uh, But what we can do is set the bar high so that they say, we want to go to these guys.
0: Gotcha. When a patient is in the process of looking for a surgeon, what advice do you have for them?
1: So... uh, I sit on the marketing committee for the American Society of Plastic Surgery and uh, our Aesthetic Society, which is called ASAPS, and Mm -hmm. we spend a lot of time trying to brand the uniqueness of our training. So I tell patients, look for someone who uh, is a member of the American Board of Plastic Surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, We think this is very important. If you compare our training with the training of other doctors that do cosmetic surgery, I think mm-hmm. you'll find that our training is the most extensive, okay. and it starts there. Then look at what that patient, look at what that doctor specializes in, mm-hmm. how many how many cases of liposuction or tummy tuck they do. Mm-hmm. Some doctors tend to do uh, more face work. Some doctors tend to do more body work, so gotcha. I think that's important as well.
0: What can a patient expect to experience during their first consultation?
1: So when they come to our office, they um, First of all, we, we try really hard to uh, make them feel at home. We mm-hmm. do have a large practice, probably the largest practice in uh, Newport Beach. Okay. But we, we make sure they, we know who they are, we're ready for them. They will speak with our coordinator first, uh, and then uh, they speak with the doctor. Uh, and so we create this team that will follow them through the entire process.
0: Okay. Are there any particular questions that the patient should know to maybe ask at the consultation?
1: Well, uh, I think the the important thing is to, to develop trust with your doctor.
0: Right,
1: uh, they're trusting that we will do what's best for them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so we always take a, a very um, a very complete history. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every patient is a good candidate if they have some medical issues. Okay. And the patients don't always know that. And sometimes we pick up medical issues. So this hmm. is not simply they come in, they want something, and we do it. Right. So um, the first question is to ask your doctor, am I a good candidate for this? Okay. And, um, and after spending time with them, then we can assure them, if they are, um, what it is that we can do. So after determining whether you're a good candidate, then we have to determine whether their expectations are reasonable. Okay. And this takes time and it takes trust.
0: I believe that. What risks or complications are associated with liposuction?
1: So something that is very common with liposuction is something called a contour abnormality. And okay. I tell this to all my patients, it's about expectations. The process of removing the fat, if you look very closely, you may have slight irregularities. That's called a contour abnormality. What they should not get is a contour deformity, and that's when you can see a marked um, scooping
0: Hmm.
1: or fullness, and that should not exist. And so sometimes we see patients that have had liposuction elsewhere, Mm -hmm. and they come in, and I can tell them what the difference is. Uh, If it's something that is consistent with a good liposuction procedure, and there's a little bit of abnormality, then I tell them this is Normal for that type of procedure. Gotcha. We do have things in the office that can help correct that in a very simple way.
0: Oh, good so, to know.
1: So, patients have to understand that the human form, the human body. Um, is sometimes it's unpredictable how it will respond. Of course. And then it's up to that relationship. Again, it's about the relationship. If a patient has questions after procedure, it's up to that physician to say, okay, this is normal and this is within the normal range of what we see. Mm-hmm. Can we do something to make it better? Uh, because occasionally, um, the best thing is to do nothing, to wait and allow the body to heal.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. What can, after the patient has already chosen their doctor and they decide to go f- um, forward with the surgery, what can they do to prepare for liposuction? So we want our patients healthy. Uh huh.
1: Um, we, we don't want patients uh, dieting before surgery. We want okay. them healthy. Uh, they should eat well. Mm-hmm. They should sleep well. Mm-hmm. It's not unusual for a patient to get nervous before surgery, so we reassure them. Uh, we tell them to stay off things that can increase bruising, like non anti-inflammatories, okay. aspirin, Motrin, ibuprofen, those kind of things. We review their medications. If there's anything on that list that we, we think could retard the healing, mm-hmm. then we ask them to stop. Okay. Then we go over their medications um, that they'll be taking afterwards, if there's something, antibiotics, pain medication. We make sure that they understand what that process will be post-operatively and that will give them some reassurance.
0: Okay, great. How do you suggest a patient prepares physically and mentally?
1: So physically it's important that they're in good physical, um, good physical health. Mm-hmm. And so that starts with a very complete history. Okay. And then we do physical exams. We mm-hmm. look at the tissue, we look at the areas. More importantly is, is patients need to be psychologically ready. Mm -hmm. and um, surgery is scary.
0: Is there a way that you're able to help them visualize kind of what to expect? Absolutely, so
1: what's unique in our practice is an app called New Look Now. And we'll take a picture of the patient Mm -hmm. and we will be able to um, uh, morph it Mm -hmm. so they get a look of what they'll, they'll they get an image of what they'll look like after the surgery, and we can do that for any body part. So that's great. great. The second thing we do is we show them before and after photos, okay. so that they'll see our work. They'll mm-hmm. see multiple examples of patients and what they can expect. Okay. And then psychologically, it's it's just really important. I tell patients part of healing is being in a good mental state, and right. so I have canceled surgeries if things happen. And and let let's say they plan on surgery, and they have uh, something happened in their lives or a tragedy of some sort, we cancel this. This is elective surgery. Right. And if your mind is not in a good place, then then we'll, we'll step back. But that's part of developing, again, that trust, that relationship. doctor-patient relationship to know um, that they are in a good place. Mm. And part of getting them in a good place is your expertise. It's, it's, it's reassuring them. It's convincing them of your talents and mm. your expertise, and that will put them at ease.
0: I admire that. Yeah. How long is a typical
1: liposuction
0: surgery? It
1: could be as little as one hour.
0: Okay. It could be as simple as an
1: office-based one-hour procedure to mm-hmm. get rid of something that has been bothering you your whole life. Okay. And that's pretty cool. How about um, the longest? But, but you, again, you, you it could be several hours. Okay. And so if you're doing a large areas, then, then doing it under general anesthesia is probably a good idea. Um, there are guidelines by our society about how much volume of fat you you can remove and then let the patient go home we are gotcha. always about safety again that's why we have the the American Society of Plastic Surgery we have task force it's always about patient safety and it's about guiding them to get their best outcomes. And so if you're doing a very, very large case, and we call that more than five liters of liposuction, okay. then we, uh, our society recommends that those patients stay overnight in, in a care facility.
0: Okay. Can you take a moment and just explain the various techniques, I know there are a few, um, that are used to perform the surgery? Sure,
1: so liposuction in its essence, is removing fat using some sort of cannula. Mm -hmm. But there are many forms of that. And so, for example, there's laser-assisted liposuction. There is power-assisted liposuction. There's ultrasound-assisted liposuction. All of these different systems have the same thing in common. They remove the fat. Mm -hmm. But the different technologies assist the doctor in removing that fat. And the one thing that I tell the patients is the most important portion of that process is the person who's performing the procedure. Mm So you can't say that one is necessarily better than the other. They each have advantages and disadvantages. Okay. But the most important thing is still the surgeon who's performing the procedure.
0: So speaking of how is it performed?
1: So um, you, there are small little incisions, very small. They almost, when we're done, it looks like you had a mole removed, but those are called port sites. And through those port sites, we inject something called tumescence. And tumescence Mm -hmm. has something for pain and something to minimize the bruising. And all forms of liposuction use tumescence. Mm -hmm. You put the tumescence in, you wait for it to work, and then you remove the fat.
0: Okay. What can the patients expect after the surgery and during recovery?
1: So there'll be some bruising, some swelling, and a little bit of pain. Mm -hmm. We usually use some form of garments to help the skin contract. Okay. What's interesting is uh, one of the systems that we have, it's called AccuCell, but it allows us to to mess or numb the tissue and do the liposuction without the patients going to sleep. It also allows us to harvest that fat Hmm. and put it somewhere else. So that's a very exciting portion (laughs) of plastic surgery Uh right now. That's wonderful tissue. That's liquid gold. So we're now taking that fat, we're putting it in the face, we're putting it um, wherever there's a need, the hands, the breast, the buttock.
0: All right, so what results should patients expect to experience after having the surgery?
1: So um, many patients get liposuction while they're doing also some other type of procedure. But if they're doing just liposuction, Mm -hmm. usually tell them it's a couple of days of Mm -hmm. taking it easy. Okay. Usually after three or four days, they're up and about. We Mm -hmm. want them moving. We don't want them at home just lying still. Right. it, I usually tell patients if you can take a week off take a week off but if we're doing a small area mm-hmm. let's say just your love handles you can come in and get liposuction say on a Thursday or a Friday and you're back to work on a Monday
0: interesting and yeah. what about like back to the gym and back to vacuuming and all the other typically
1: <laughs> typically it's you can increase your activity after two weeks some mm-hmm. light working out mm-hmm. back in the gym at four weeks no restrictions after six weeks
0: hey that's pretty cool final
1: result from liposuction does take several months up to a year because okay. we're, we're asking that tissue to contract down after you remove the fat.
0: Where do you see the future of liposuction in these surgeries and plastic surgery going in the well, future? Well,
1: we are experiencing um, a lot of innovation in body contouring, uh-huh. right? And right. so always the limitation of lipo is what's gonna happen to that skin. Mm-hmm. And patients that were not previously good candidates now are good candidates because we can tighten that skin. Gotcha. And that's the, the radio frequency device I talked about, in mode, bipolar radio frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's not just going to be radio frequency, it'll be other energies that can assist us. In the end, what we're looking for is to to allow as many patients as possible to get their outcomes. And I love that our industry is is providing that technology. Absolutely changing lives. And making it safer, making recovery quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, making it less invasive. Right. All good things. Great things, great things for the patient.
0: <laughs> Got it, very interesting. Okay, we're gonna switch it up and we're gonna have a lightning round. I'm gonna ask you a question, this or that, and you just let me know how you feel. Ready? Go for it. Cat or dog? Dog. Hard top or convertible? Convertible. Surf or ski? Ski. Yes, golf or running? Golf. Night owl or morning person? Night owl. Decaf or calf? Straight
1: calf, black. <laughs> Keep it coming. Do
0: you shop in store or online? Online now. All right. NBA or NFL? NBA. All right. Dr. Reagan, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. We really appreciate it. Thank you. We learned a lot about liposuction from one of the country's top board certified plastic surgeons. If you're considering body contouring, we hope we've provided the information that you need to decide if you want to take the next step and schedule a consultation. All the healthcare experts featured recommend and accept the CareCredit credit credit card. Remember, CareCredit is a leading national healthcare credit card that can enable you to get many of the surgeries, procedures, and treatments you want now and pay over time with everyday promotional financing on purchases of $200 or more. Care Credit can also be used to pay for co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, and your health and wellness needs. Care Credit is accepted at hundreds of thousands of locations nationwide to pay for care whenever you need and want it. If you are interested in applying for a Care Credit credit card or would like to find a provider in your area who accepts Care Credit, visit us at carecredit.com. And if you found this information valuable, please leave us a five star review on the App Store and a thumbs up and share it with a friend. I'm Amy Freina with Care Credit, and I will see you soon.
1: Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family, and stay tuned for new episodes every week. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.